Get ready to whiten those knuckles and hold fast as we talk the most dangerous, daring, and epic sea stories ever told. Whether facing ruthless men who prey on other mariners, or storms that turn calm seas into graveyards. Those who go down to the sea and cast off lines enter the most challenging and dangerous environment on earth. Only here will you hear their stories and the lessons gained through their experience. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Bill. And we welcome you aboard the Had to Go Out podcast. Before we dive into this episode, we need to provide a disclaimer. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the individuals involved and are not to be construed as official or reflecting the views of any government agency or military service. This podcast is an independent effort with no government association. When the most is expected, the brave men and women of the U.S. Coast Guard are always ready. The National Coast Guard Museum will engage, educate, and inspire visitors by honoring the courage and skill of our nation's unsung armed service. The museum will explore the Coast Guard's rich history and current impact through interactive exhibits, STEM-based learning experiences, and leadership development programming. Find out how you can join the effort. Become a plank owner today. Visit coastguardmuseum.org out. That's coastguardmuseum.org O-U-T. Hey everyone, welcome to a special uh, holiday edition of uh, They Had to Go Out podcast. Uh, we got a, uh, a returning guest with us today. Uh, he's on the uh, he's a, a chair for the, uh, the National Coast Guard Museum, uh, eighth, Co- eighth Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard, Vince Patton. And uh, we brought him on uh, for a couple reasons today. One, uh, so that he could uh, uh, share a Christmas story with us from his time in the service. And then two, to... Uh, to remind everybody, all of our listeners and, and everybody out there, that uh, the National Coast Guard Museum has a, a matching fundraising campaign going on between now and New Year's Eve. So every gift that you give and every gift they receive up to $100,000 is going to be matched. So um, an opportunity for the museum to take in over $200,000. And, and if you're able to give, I think they'd uh, really uh, appreciate it. I know that uh, those of us in the service and who have served would appreciate it to uh, to continue on that long legacy. Um, but with that, uh, hi, Master Chief, how are you? Well, hey, how are you today? Good Great. to hear from you again. I uh, really appreciate you again uh, taking your time out of your day to, um, and especially out of this busy holiday season, to, to give us uh, a talk. No problem. Well, uh, so what is your Christmas story? Well, uh, it's, it's kind of an unusual Christmas story, at least for someone in the Coast Guard. Uh, during my tenure as Master Chief of the Coast Guard uh, from 1998 to 2002, uh, I got an opportunity, along with uh, my counterparts from the other services, uh, to often travel with the Secretary of Defense, uh, as well as the President of the United States on, on one occasion. And anyway, uh, Did you get to fly uh, in Air Force uh, One, Master Chief? We sure did. Yeah. We flew on Air Force One. I tell you, that's the only way to go. How is that? <laughs> like, I mean, is it is it just five star all the way? I, I think it's ten stars. Ten stars. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, 
you know, you see a lot on television what somewhat of the inside looks. It's, it's like uh, pretty much everybody's in first class with the, except, with the exception of the uh, uh, the press pool. They're, they're kind of back in the coach section there, which, you know, <laughs> they actually, it's pretty posh for them too. But, uh, but, but you know the uh, uh, the trimmings and everything that you get is, is like I said, it's a super high class, and it's just a, just an honor to do that. When when I traveled with the Secretary of Defense, who at the time was uh, William Cohen, uh, we flew on Air Force One, but it's not called Air Force One; called the President's not on it, but it is his plane. And um, we went to uh, Bosnia, Kosovo, uh, during the Christmas holidays, and. Uh, uh, for some of you folks that don't know, uh, during the uh, late 90s, uh, early 2000s and so forth, the the military, uh, particularly the Army in particular, was uh, was involved with uh, peacekeeping operations over in uh, uh, Bosnia, Kosovo. And uh, the secretary wanted to go and visit the troops and uh, uh, decided to bring uh, all of the uh, uh, senior enlisted advisors, the E-10s, uh, to go on the trip with them, which uh, was really exciting. And it was really exciting for me because uh, imagine this, the fact that I'm going into countries that, uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, you don't need a Coast Guard over there. So I was somewhat of the odd guy out and, and going to a lot of the uh, uh, posts that were there where the U.S. Army uh, folks were stationed, but it was pretty cool. We got to do that, and and we traveled with the uh, uh, with a USO troop, um, which was headed up by uh, uh, Wayne Newton. Uh, a lot of people know that name. No, never and, heard uh, never heard of him. Actually, I'm just kidding. Come on, <laughs> yeah, I think everybody knows. Everyone should know who Wayne Newton is. I don't think that name yeah, just leaves. Yeah, yet. well, you know, and at for a period of time, Wayne was kind of the the heir apparent to Bob Hope. I mean, he was always involved with doing a lot of the USO-type troops and so forth. So uh, so Secretary Cohen uh, uh, asked him to put together a uh, traveling uh, entertainment troupe to, to come along on that trip, and we had some fantastic entertainers. Uh, uh, it, um, uh, we, had, uh, we had Terry Bradshaw, who was, on, who was with us, along with... Um, From the NFL, John you're saying? Cooper. Yes, yeah, uh, very yeah cool. Terry Bradshaw of the NFL, uh, uh, Senator John Glenn, uh, uh, Mike Singletary, former uh, uh, Chicago Bears linebacker, uh, and you know, and we had uh, a host of singers uh, uh, that were involved on the trip. So it was really a pretty cool trip that we got to go on. So, what an anyway. awesome way to celebrate Christmas, though, with that group of people. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So we we start off on the trip. With uh, meeting up at Andrews Air Force Base, where we're where we're going to board uh, the uh, the aircraft, and uh, while we're in the lounge and gathering and so forth, and all these big name people are there and so forth, and so you know it's kind of rare when you got all five of the E10s together. So so it turns out that the five of us became the real celebrities because then all of these folks these military folks that would see us they wanted pictures with us and we would do pictures and so forth and so wayne newton uh he was a little surprised he's trying to figure out well, who, who are these guys you know and so unbeknownst to four of us uh particularly the four is the uh sergeant major marine corps the master chief of the navy chief master sergeant of the air force and myself unbeknownst to us the sergeant major of the army at that time jack tilly 
was talking to uh, Wayne Newton, and Wayne asked the question, says, who are you guys? You know, you guys are, uh, you know, you seem to be some kind of celebrities. So Jack Tilly, uh, who is the 12th Sergeant Major of, of the Army, uh, a, an extreme jokester, and for people who were in the Army that knew Jack Tilly, know that just, just a gregarious, laughable, wonderful kind of guy. And the kind of guy that, uh, you know, when you give him a line and he's ready to take after, he knows how to pull your chain. <laughs> so he tells Wayne Newton, well, we're a singing group. He said, a singing group? Oh, man, I can't imagine where uh, this is going. <laughs> that Yeah. So Newton, you know, singing group, never heard of you guys. And he said, what's the name of your group? And Jack says, we're the, we're the E-10s. <laughs> he says, E-10s, what's that? And, you know, he says, well, you know, we sing all kinds of different things. He says, you guys got any records out? He says, oh, yeah. Jack says, yeah. Let's see, we, we got a couple million things. Well, I never heard of you. <laughs> so, you know, again, like I said, the four of us didn't know Jack was having this conversation with Wayne Newton. So we're on the plane flying uh, where our first stop was, uh, was in um, uh, Ramstein Air Base, Germany. And uh, and we were going to do a sh- well. We as in the Wayne Newton's troop was going to do a show uh, that 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 night. Well, it so sounds like it would have been it would have been we at that plane. point, Master Chief, because you were you're a member of the E tens, right? I mean, you guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I said it, it would have been uh, everybody that it would have been you guys at that point because you're a member of the E tens. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's time to get on stage. <laughs> Wayne Newton's going to expect you to open for him. Exactly. So so we get off the plane in Ramstein. And uh, just as we got the plane in Ramstein, uh, you know, of course, you know, all these people flock around, and you know, they want autographs and different people and all these all this stuff, and 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 then all of a sudden they all start flocking to us because you know, again, you see the five tens, and, and that's it was a rarity to see all five of us together, it, especially over in Germany. You know, you know, so, so the airmen over there they really flipped out when they saw us. So this kind of had Wayne thinking. Wow, you guys really are big, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that night, which was actually Christmas Eve night, we were we were going to, you know, we were at this at this uh, this concert, and you know, the five of us were sitting up in the front row, and Wayne Newton gives a couple of acts, and you know, and then all of a sudden he uh, he starts, he says, and he says, you know, hey everybody. Uh, I think you all know we got the E-10s here. And then the crowd goes wild. Everybody's like excited. You know, so, of course, this validates Wayne that, okay, these guys are big. This is legit, so he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he calls us on the stage. Now, remember, Jack Tilly never told us he was having, he had this conversation with Wayne Newton. And so we get up on the stage, and, you know, and, and we kind of wave. And, and then uh, uh, Wayne looks at us and says, all right, well, what number you guys want to do? <laughs> and I looked at each other and said, number. And then Jack jumps right out in front and says, we'll sing My Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we kind of like look at him and what the hell is going on here? And it's, you know, the band's starting the music up. It actually started like two, three times because we're kind of looking at each other. What's going on here? So then we said, well, okay, we'll give it a crack. So we started singing the song, and we were god-awful. I mean, we were horrible. The crowd was going nuts. Oh, I bet. Wayne is looking around trying to figure out what's going on here, you know? And, you know, he wasn't sure if he was being punked or, or he's just missing what these guys are about, you know? So uh, so anyway, that that went on, and, and 
and after we got done, and you know, he's singing after we, you know, he's why, why did you ask us to come up and sing? Aren't you guys a singing group? <laughs> no, who told you that? <laughs> oh, that's classic. So throughout the rest of the time that we were over there, when we, when we went to Bosnia and Kosovo, we were there for about six days or so, something like that. Every night at the concert, we would kick off the concert singing. <laughs> and and we, we didn't get better. We got worse. And, but it didn't matter because the troops loved it, you know. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> Yeah, it, you know, on my Facebook page, uh, one of my pictures is a picture of us on the stage. Um, it's on, you know, when you have these featured pictures of of uh, of, of uh, uh, on your Facebook page, it, it, it's a picture of the five of us with Wayne Newton. And if you go to it, you can look at it and see it, and you can see Wayne is kind of like, what, what's happening here? <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling up the E-10s as soon as we're off this thing. <laughs> that, that's going yeah. up on ours, too. That's good. That's awesome. How do you guys celebrate once you're over there, Master Chief? Like, it, was it just shows, or do you guys go out and, and visit the troops, uh, you know, where they're barracked and stuff? Well, we went out and visited the troops. Uh, I mean, we went out to the front line, uh, if you want to call it a front line. Uh, you know, we, we went all around, with, uh, along with, with Secretary Cohen, uh, to, you know, to, and we brought a lot of gifts that were uh, given to us uh, from both the USO and from a number of other organizations to give out uh to the troops that were there so uh you know it was pretty interesting and it was it was a wonderful opportunity and and like i said for someone in the coast guard i i would have never had that opportunity to have ever had to 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 do something like that so it was really great for sure and i think that's a good reminder to everybody too as you you know enjoy the holidays with your family remember there are still uh many 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 deployed who keep this way of life uh possible for all of us so Absolutely. Keep, absolutely. keep them in your you thoughts know, I, and give when you, when you yeah, can. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, in the course of my 30 years, I've been away from home 11 times uh, uh, for Christmas, over the Christmas holiday, 11 times. That, you know, I mean, that's somewhat, that's a lot because about, about a third of my career. But, but, I mean, I know a lot of people who've done twice that, you know, in, in 20 years. And uh, so it's, it's, it's just a reminder to us that, uh uh, the holiday period uh, is just another workday for for folks in uniform, and uh, another workday of sorts that uh, doing what we do best about keeping our, our country safe and doing the things that we do for uh, why we raised our right hand uh, uh, to swear an oath onto the Constitution of the United States about protecting and defending uh, our country, and that's 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 the nature of the business. Hundred percent. I will say though, those guys in Boston got a heck of a deal getting to see the uh, the E10s up on stage. I think that would have been pretty. Oh, classic. they did, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, lots of pictures too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Master Chief, the uh, the other reason that we had you today is because the uh, you know the Coast Guard uh, National Coast Guard Museum Association has a uh, has a pretty major uh, fundraising campaign going on between now and New Year's Eve. Uh, could you right. speak on it a little bit? Yeah, and and, and 2019, uh, uh, we've had a campaign to build the. National Coast Guard Museum. Uh, actually, we've had this campaign going on for some time, but just this year alone, we've reached a very important milestone, uh, which was $50 million. Now, let me tell you, raising $50 million over the course of, uh, I can't even remember how many years we, it took us to get to this point, uh, maybe four or five years, is is hard. It's very, very hard, and we've, we've done that. And uh, thanks in part, uh, in large part to the thousands of donors who have given generously, and uh, uh, these uh, we got corporate sponsors, which we 
really lean on an awful lot to get the big dollars. But but to make it work even more so, it, it's what I call the, the rank and file. You know, these are those individual donors, especially uh, those who are serving, have served in uniform. Uh, you know, those particular individuals are, are when I look at the, this Coast Guard Museum, is for us, uh, for, for, for all of us who have had some affinity or involvement with the Coast Guard to be able to do that. And uh, uh, we can't get there without the help of those thousands of donors out there, particularly the folks that are listening to this particular podcast. For sure. And I think, uh, you know, as stated, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people approach us, ask about the museum and, you know, when's it going to be built and, and, a, and a lot about timelines. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a it's kind of a public private partnership, from what I understand. Uh, you know, yes. Congress has definitely uh, allocated some funds for it, but there's got to be a private donation piece to make it a reality. So that's, that's right. really that's, that's really right. what we're working on. Exactly, and that's the tough part. But, but we're we're making it happen, and uh, and and during uh, this particular season right now, through the end of this month, uh, we've got a a a, a campaign of uh, matching donation, which is one of our uh, generous individuals, who actually a, a gentleman by the name of Tom Niles, who was rescued by the Coast Guard in his twenties. Uh, I don't know how old he is today, but uh, but, it's, but it's been many years ago. He was rescued by the Coast Guard. He never forgot the Coast Guard, and he has been a a strong uh, supporter for the Coast Guard. Anyway, he's he's come up with a matching gift of a thousand one hundred thousand uh, dollars, and he's looking for people to donate. That for every dollar you give between now and December thirty first will be matched up to that one hundred thousand dollar mark. So. Uh, so to our listeners out there and folks who are interested in supporting uh, the National Coast Guard Museum, uh, we really need your help. And, uh, I mean, we're going to continue to build this. Uh, we're targeted to try to have the museum up and ready to run by 2024. But in order to do that, uh, we've got to uh, have the lifeblood of, of uh, that donorship to keep us going. Absolutely. And I'll, uh, you know, to piggyback on Mr. Niles, uh, one, you know, it, it, what a way to pay it forward, right? Uh, to, or at least pay it back. Um, huge appreciation to him for the gift. And uh, for anybody out there that is wanting to give, I mean, what you can't, you can't do a, a better job, I think, than doubling your impact between now and New Year's Eve. So uh, if you want to give now is now is certainly the time. Tons of ways to do so. Um, and to think about the impact, you know, we've got Mr. Niles, who rescued in his 20s i know he's not in his 20s anymore but think of the impact that it made you know this service has made on, on one individual there to to now help uh continue the legacy for the service and to uh to give somebody families and, and individuals a place to visit and uh, reflect on all the crazy awesome things that coast guard does day in and day out that's right that's right well you know and the key part of the objective of the national coast guard museum is telling our story is telling our story about people like Mr. Niles and about you know the hundreds of thousands of people who are now walking uh, the earth today or, or living uh, fruitful lives as a result of uh, that that, uh, that that gleaming cutter or helicopter that came by to to pluck them out of out of uh, 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 peril and uh, you know and so we've got a fantastic story to tell to the American public and. We want this museum built to tell that story. 
Here, here, Master Chief, absolutely. And if you got, if anybody out there is interested, it's coastguardmuseum.org. Uh, you can find all the concept drawings. It's something to get excited about. I mean, the, the place is going to be amazing. There's no doubt about it. Um, I've seen that they have tons of, you know, people that can donate more, tons of opportunities to, to name certain parts of the museum even. Um, you can become a plank owner for as little as... Uh, I'm, I can't remember the exact donation. Maybe $5 a month. Five, I mean, $5 a month. You can become a plank owner, get a, a plank owner certificate that, uh, you know, frameable, very nice, uh, standard kind of plank owner slash, uh, what would you say, shellback, Master Chief, any of those certificates. Right. Anybody that's mm -hmm. been to see, uh, you, you've seen them, you know them, probably have a ton of them on your wall. But here's one to get uh, <laughs> for something that's going to last for a long, long time. Yeah, and you know, and what better way to be part on the ground floor of something that is remarkable and wonderful for our Coast Guard? Because the other part of building this museum, like I said, and just telling our story is is to ensure that that story uh, as it reaches the public. That when it comes to uh, you know, and I'm going to get a little political here about the fact that when we talk about funding for the Coast Guard and so forth, that every American taxpayer out there needs to know. Uh, uh, that we are really the best bang for the buck when it comes to uh, doing the work for all of our citizens of this country. And uh, that's the other part of this museum is that we will serve that opportunity uh, to the taxpayers so they can see what we've done and what we'll continue to do. Yeah, and icons like that make a, uh, make a huge impact, I think, too, on, on a lot of those decision makers. Uh, you know, look at... Uh, um, uh, you know, you just talked about the E10s, right? All it took was was you guys to get some uh, some publicity, and then suddenly you became the E10s with a million followers. Uh, kind of the same That's thing right. here, right? That's so right. you got to have right. a you got to have a you got to have a vision. You got to have a uh, an icon, and I think this museum will be one of those uh, that'll definitely tell the story uh, better than most. Positively, there you go. Well, Master Chief, we thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time out of your uh, your schedule uh, around the holidays to share the message and to to get out the uh, the campaign for the museum. Well, thank you so much, and I want to wish each and everyone out there within the sound range of my voice uh, a very very merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, and an extreme wonderful prosperous twenty twenty. Same here. Thank you, Master Chief. Happy holidays, everyone. Again, uh, to, to donate, visit CoastGuardMuseum.org slash out. That's CoastGuardMuseum.org slash O-U-T. Thanks again, Master Chief. All right. Thank you so much. Before we end this, we want to give a plug for some people and organizations that we believe in. Another one to check out is the Always Ready Collective, which delivers art by and for some daring fighters of the sea. Head over to Etsy, Facebook, or Instagram and search Always Ready Collective to check out their Coast Guard and Maritime-focused tattoo flash, pinups, and propaganda. You won't be disappointed. Anyone who gets one of their designs inked on their body will get featured on their feed and can be sent a care package on the house. Find a design you like, some blank canvas, and get it done. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you like what this podcast is about and what we delivered, look us up at theyhadtogoout.com or your favorite podcast platform. And like, comment, subscribe, and share so we can keep the momentum up and do bigger things going forward. Look for a new episode every Sunday. Until then, fair winds and following seas.